This is episode 17 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we talk about mindful eating. We look at what mindful eating is, what it's not, and you come away with a doable that helps you be more mindful with food. Let's get started. This is the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast, and I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, inspirational coach, speaker, and best-selling author. I help people feed their soul by putting food in its proper place as nourishment and help them develop really functional ways to manage their life in ways that don't revolve around food. This sounds good, right? Because today we're moving into mindful eating, and that is... A nice place to go after we spent lots of weeks talking about mindfulness and we've been talking about emotions. And some of this will kind of put those two together, but also will give you more ideas and more clues about how to engage with food in a different way. What I think we need to start with when we're talking about mindful eating is we need to look at what is mindless eating. If you don't know what mindless eating is, you can't notice that you're engaging it. As well as if you don't know what mindful eating is, you won't know if you're engaging in that. Um, I think we tend to default to mindless eating when we have any kind of use of food for emotional reasons or to make ourselves feel better. We will then engage in that mindless eating. And this is where it can be helpful to start noticing what your mindless eating cues are or clues are, I should say, is how will you know if you're mindlessly eating. And I think it starts with noticing how you engage with food. And are you doing things that are distracting? Are you taking yourself away from noticing whether you're hungry, noticing whether you're full, or just noticing how food tastes? So there are things that we do that I think actually are Another clue to mindless eating, and it's when you engage with food in a way that you're distracted. Think about it. What are some of the things that we do that are distracting around food? We might be watching television. We might be driving. You might be on your phone, on the computer, doing things where you're focused on one thing while you're not focused, actually, on eating. And this lends back to when we talked in our studies of mindfulness that we talked about how you cannot attend to two things at once. We talked about there being a study that it's actually physically impossible to attend to two things at once. And this was, if you go back and look at the mindfulness episodes, there are episode 11, 12, and 13. We went really into depth about mindfulness and what that looks like, just in terms of being more mindful in your body. But when we're talking about mindless eating, if we're not mindful, we're mindless, right? I have had lots of experiences myself personally of being a mindless eater. And I got to tell you, I'm not 100% even to this day. I was getting ready. I'm writing down everything I need to do for this podcast today. And it's lunchtime and my tummy is hungry. So I have physical hunger. 
I need the energy from the food to do this podcast. And gosh darn, if I wasn't thinking about what other things I could do while I was eating. And I tend to, I think like most all of you, fall into the idea of multitasking and that we think we're going to be more successful or get more things done if we're doing these two things at once. And what we find is that what happens is, is that the food is second when we're paying attention to what we're reading or when we're paying attention to what's on the television. We're not paying attention to our hunger, our fullness, our sense of taste or enjoyment around the food because we're focused on this other thing. I want you to consider that and how often that happens for you. I talk with a lot of people that have those feelings of bored and lonely come up in the evening and often that will be kind of satisfied. I'm going to put quotes around satisfied when they sit and watch television, but then while they watch television, they'll eat. This is actually a habit that I used to have that I don't have anymore. I don't eat my meals in front of the TV. Uh, Wait, I'm going to be honest with you. I rarely eat in front of the television. Sometimes I'll eat while I'm talking to my husband and Now that I'm saying that out loud, that's not very mindful, is it? If I'm in front of the television talking to him, eating. But there is, I think, always room for improvement. And I'm one of every of many that can always improve on this. Another place I used to mindlessly eat and I would almost give myself a pass for it is I would mindlessly eat while I was driving. I would, let me tell you, what I thought I did was I ate while I was driving and it was generally, well, not just in the morning, but I can remember lots of times in the morning where I would stop and get a coffee and a scone or a muffin or something like that. And I would eat while I was driving. And what I told myself was, I'm too busy to sit and eat. I have too much to do. I woke up too late. If I'm going to get food, I've got to just do it and eat while I'm driving. And I kind of made excuses for myself about why I would eat while I was driving. What happened was, is my car got really dirty. There was food crumbs all over the place. There's spilt coffee. There's still spilt coffee in my car because I still do drink coffee while I drive. I just don't eat while I drive. What I realized is that that was really a way for me to be disconnected to my body and disconnected to what I needed in terms of my food. And it was really a mindless way of eating food. And I stopped it. I rarely do that. Um, I don't eat a meal while I'm driving. I mean, you know, hamburger while you're driving, not such a good idea. It gets all over the place. Um, I've seen people eat like salads while they're driving or other kinds of things that are kind of gross. And if you really think about it, it's not the best hygienic way to eat your food, but also it is I would say without a doubt that eating while you're driving is 100% mindless eating, 100%. I want you to notice for you, where can you draw that hard line? That for me was a hard line that I'm not going to eat while I drive anymore. And once I made that decision, I've been able to stick to it with with most um, regularity. Every once in a while, I don't, but that's pretty rare. And when we talk about mindless eating, I don't know that we can disengage from it 100%. We're a fast-paced world of fast-paced people. But I think there's always opportunities for us to check in and think about, am I mindlessly eating right now? And what should I do about it? So when 
you then notice that you're mindlessly eating, then there often can be the question, well, what is mindful eating? What does that look like? And that's not something that you might know or recognize the nuances of it because if you haven't done it before or you haven't paid attention to when you're mindlessly eating, you wouldn't necessarily pay attention to when you're mindfully eating. What I think of when I think of mindfully eating, I think of paying attention to your body, to your food, to your hunger, your fullness, and your satisfaction. You're paying attention to lots of different areas while you're eating. Hence why it's not easy or there's not a way that you can do all of that while you're watching television, driving, uh, reading, or looking on your phone, or doing things that are really distracting. There's not a lot of way to do it because you can't pay attention inside to what's going on and everything on the outside. I think I kind of made that clear. So when we are mindfully eating, we're, we're focused on the food and also on how it gives us energy to do those things that we do. It's also eating with a moment-to-moment experiential concept. So it's a moment-to-moment experience of what, of what you, is what you do. Here's some ideas about what mindful eating is. You probably might have some others that, and I'll have others as I think about this more to add to this list, but here are some that I think will help you get started. One, mindful eating is eating slowly and without distraction. It's eating slowly. It's eating with intention. Well, mindful eating is also paying attention to and following those hunger cues, as well as eating only until you're gently physically full. That means that we're paying attention. We're, we're listening inside of ourselves. When is that hunger, which cues us to start, but when is that gentle fullness? I love the idea of gentle fullness, which is from intuitive eating. It's not full. It's just a gentle fullness. I think full is often when we're get we're on the verge of full to overfull. Gentle fullness is as we're moving from satiated into gently full. We have to be really present and attentive and attuned to get that feeling of physical, gentle physical fullness. Mindful eating is also, it's determining what true physical hunger is to you and what it's not to you. What are your hunger cues? What gets you started eating and how do you know what you're supposed to eat? That is a whole podcast in and of itself about how do you look at true physical hunger and how do you notice it and then how do you know when it's not true physical hunger the the nuances of that is that when it's not true physical hunger it can be that heart hunger you know those emotions or that mouth hunger that kind of sounding things sound good or that head head hunger that we're thinking about food a lot and we have to then play off of all of those types of hunger and determine, am I truly physically hungry? If we're determining what we're doing with true physical hunger, we're then in the process of more mindfully eating. I think also when we're thinking about mindful eating is you also have to determine what are your non-hunger triggers? What are the things that trigger you to make you want to eat? 
They could be things like, you know, in our previous podcast, we've talked about emotions and how emotions might veer you towards overeating. And so what are those non-hunger triggers? It could be those feelings that are coming up like boredom or lonely that we just talked about a little bit ago or anger or sadness, or sometimes non-hunger triggers can be certain people that you're around. It could also could be certain situations that you're in that you just overeat or eat when you're not full or eat when you're not hungry because you're getting triggered by what's going on around you. It's important to know all that because you can't mindfully eat if you're eating over non-hunger triggers. Basically, you're not hungry and you're eating at that point in time. When we continue on with mindful eating, another way that we know we're doing that is you're engaging all of your senses. Sight, smell, taste, touch, even hearing. Imagine engaging all of those, the sight. What does it look like? Um, Is it uh, appealing? I know I watch a lot of those food shows and they talk about having a plate, having the food be visually appealing, like having the plate with different colors and different textures on it to make it uh, visually appealing. Another sense that I think gets engaged with food is the smell and how does it smell? That's really a grounding kind of experience when you're smelling your food. It enables you to be more mindful because you're really engaged with what's going on in front of you. Another of those senses is the taste. I think that's pretty obvious. But if we're not in touch with that taste and how does it taste as it's in our mouth and it's going down into our tummy and that kind of aftertaste that it might have, then you're not engaging in mindful eating. That To me, actually, that is the biggest sense that you want to engage when you're mindfully eating is, am I really tasting my food? Sometimes we can eat so fast and Truly, that is one of my things is that I still have struggles or I still focus on how to mindfully eat in terms of eating slower and and really focusing on that taste. As I talk about this more, what I love about this podcast is it makes me more mindful as I talk with you about all of this. It makes me more mindful in my life. Am I doing these things also? Another sense that gets engaged is touch and it can be like the touch of your fork on the plate the touch of the food or the kind of um whatever the physical way that food is is you know it might be food that you pick up and eat with your hands and what does that feel like that kind of touch or using your utensil or touching your napkin but there's a a touch sense that gets engaged when we're mindfully eating the last one that might be kind of interesting and I don't know if you would think that this should fit but I think it does is the sense of hearing and that can help you engage in mindfully eating Uh, you know have you ever sat and are really quiet and you can hear the clink of the um of your fork on the plate clink or you can pick up a cup a glass here's mine can you hear that there's my glass right next to me which has got water and ice in it and that's a that's a really um A nice sound to have, that clink of the ice in your glass, the hearing of the food as you're eating, the corn when you're chewing on it, you can hear your teeth go through the corn to eat it. It's um, another sense that can be, when fully engaged, really can help you in that mindful eating. Also, noticing the texture of the food, the color of the food, the 
the flavor. Those are some of the things we talked about, but like really noticing what is engaged in that plate or that bowl or that food in front of you and what is it, what is it physically like? And that is a mindful way to be present, be very, very present with your food. Another way for mindful eating is to develop and manage your feelings that food can bring up. It's really interesting because food can often bring up, eating can often bring up feelings of guilt and anxiety and regret. And those feelings when it's around the table are really hard to manage. And you're not being mindful when those feelings are coming up. So I think it's important to start looking at what do I do with those feelings? If I'm feeling guilty about eating, I think then I'd wonder, well, are you really hungry? Is this the food that you really want? What is your head telling you? And to really work that out so that the guilt isn't part of that eating experience. Just the same as not having anxiety as part of that eating experience to notice what's going on that I'm feeling anxious. Am I worried about something else? Am I not present with the food that I'm eating right now? To notice where that feeling's coming from in order to release it so you can be fully present and mindful with your food. Lastly, what I think of about mindful eating is I think about enjoyment and satisfaction of your food and really enjoy the heck out of it. If you're gonna eat it, enjoy it. That's one way to release that guilt that we were just talking about because when we're enjoying it and saying, this is yummy, this is what I really want, this is what's gonna satisfy my body, I'm working on gentle fullness, then it's all good and enjoy your food. There's no sense in eating a plate of food if you're not going to enjoy it, people. Enjoy your food. Hi, everyone. This is Kim, and my book is out. Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, A Six-Step System to Peace with Food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul, as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. So with all of that about why we mindfully eat, then how can you start practicing mindful eating? I think that is the next question. One of the first ways you should do this or you can do this is consider what you're eating and how will it make your body feel and also how will you feel emotionally if you eat this? This is one of the clues I talk about with my clients is If you eat that food, how are you going to feel? How's your body going to feel and how are your emotions going to feel? And that begins to help us be more present with, is this the right food for me? And is this me engaging in food in a mindful manner? Another way to practice mindful eating is eat your meals in a calm place without distractions. That I know can sometimes be easier said than done, but I think that mostly goes with... um, eating when there's a lot of commotion going on, when there's television going on. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't eat without with other people. But it means that if you're with other people, if you're in situations with people, to not be distracted while you're there. We'll get into more of this about the distraction piece, especially when it comes to holidays and we start talking about how to manage eating when you're around your family and lots of things going on around you. But we're not going to do that all today. Another way you can practice mindful eating is to honor the food and how it got to you. I love that idea because it's a way of looking at the food as something that 
was brought to you. Maybe it was grown and, and how do we honor the people that grew it? It was something that was maybe made for you and honor the people that made it for you or that somebody drove it to a store for you to pick it up. There are lots of ways to just kind of notice that it took effort to get this food to you and to just sit there and in honor of what that took. Here's an idea that can be tough for some. It's especially tough for me and the idea of mindful eating and eating slowly. It's something that I have had, I'd say struggles with. And just to be honest, it's like that's, this has been a tough one for me about eating slowly. I am generally the first person to finish my food. My husband, my daughter notice, oh, you're done already. And like, yeah, I just, I eat quicker than others. And it isn't that I'm not talking or enjoying the conversation, but I don't know, somehow I end up being done first. I like some of these ideas. Some of them I've actually tried. I'll tell you which ones are kind of the ones that I've done. But how do you eat slowly when we're focused on mindful eating is one of the ways is to use your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, use your left-handed to use your fork or your spoon. And it just slows you down and makes it, it's a little awkward. So you have to kind of think of how do I eat with this non-dominant hand. Another thing to do would be to like use chopsticks instead of a knife and a fork and use a chopstick. I I actually like doing that when I'm at um, Chinese restaurants to use a chopstick and it actually does slow me down and it makes me more mindful because I have to think of how to use the chopsticks, how to pick it up, how to um, not let it fall on the ground. And those are some really great ways to help me eat. They help me eat slower. Another way that I've actually done myself is to eat and then take a sip of water. My, oh my, does that slow me down a lot. It's I sit, I take a bite, I eat, I swallow, I take a sip of water. I put the water down. I take, I I take a bite, I eat, I chew, swallow, take a sip of water. It's really a way of making it a longer experience, but also making me be more mindful for what am I eating and the chewing and then putting the fork down, picking up the water, taking a sip of water, putting the cup back down. It really makes me really present with what's going on in my body and what my hands are doing as I eat and drink. Another way to eat slowly that I do too is to eat uh, to take a bite with a utensil, put the utensil down, put your hand in your lap and chew. And then pick your utensil up again, take a bite, put the utensil down and then chew. That is definitely a way to slow down and to be more present to the food and to the chewing that's going on because you're not putting more food in before you're done swallowing. Another technique that I've actually used myself and I actually really like this one a lot is to eat and then I wipe my mouth with my napkin and it's really great to just ground me and make me slow down and not have another bite ready to go. Another one that I don't do so much, I've heard of other people, I think a lot of dieters do this and I'm not suggesting this as a part of a diet, but I'm suggesting it because it does slow you down and make you more mindful is to chew 20 times every time you bite is to chew a lot. I actually th- I actually have heard nutritionists talk about that, that that is a way to get the 
salivatory glands going and to get us our mouth in the mood for for chewing and then the swallowing and then breaking down the food as it gets into our stomach. So chewing 20 times each bite is another way to slow down. Another thing, and this sounds so remedial, but I got to say it because this has been something I've had issues with, is another way to eat slowly is to swallow before you take the next bite. I'll sometimes eat, be partially done chewing it, and then I'll put something else in my mouth and notice, dang, I, I ate, I'm, I'm eating. That's actually how I can tend to eat too quickly is is I don't swallow. So if I focus on chewing my food, actually swallowing it, letting it go down, that's a great way to eat slowly and to have that mindfulness while I eat. Lastly, another way to eat slowly is to notice after each bite and check in with yourself and notice how hungry am I still? Am I still hungry to eat more? That's really something I think that goes along with each bite rather than the amount of food that's left on the plate. So notice after each bite, am I still hungry? Do I need to eat more? Or am I at that point of gentle fullness and it's time to stop? After slow eating, I think with mindful eating is to allow yourself plenty of time to not feel rushed, to know that you should, should, could take time to eat and not have it be quick and rushed. I know I've been guilty of in the past of just standing over the sink and just eating the food really rushed. Um, and to really sit down and eat a meal and do something like set a timer for like 20 minutes and see if you can make your food last that long. See if you could sit at the table and and just be there with it. I think sometimes we all, me included, tend to put food as the last thing we want to spend our time on because we might want to get to the next activity. But really, if we're enjoying food and and being present with it is something that is actually quite enjoyable. And let's sit down and enjoy it. Another way to practice mindful eating is to let go of being part of the clean plate club. You know, that clean plate club where we have to have everything off of the plate be done. I mean, there's lots of old um, kind of stories about what people say, why people should clean their plate. And I'm not going to get into all that. But it's the idea that we think that we need to clean everything on our plate. And that's just not so. That's really if we go back to the idea that we said earlier about eating slowly and noticing after each bite, am I still hungry or am I at gentle fullness, that we don't need to focus on a clean plate. We need to focus on what is my body telling me and what does my body need. Lastly, when you're finished, what's on your plate, notice are you hungry and is it time to stop? There can be times where we might go in for seconds or we might go for dessert just because it's there, just because we think we're supposed to. But really, this can be the time to, you know, put your utensils down, put your hand in your lap and just take a deep breath. Use that mindfulness techniques that we've talked about before to take a deep breath and wonder, am I gently full? At what level is my fullness right now? And go for that. And that's a way to practice mindful eating. If you want more about how to notice that gentle fullness and hunger, I have a freebie that I give away on my website, feedyoursoulunlimited.com. And it's also linked in the show notes. It's the top tips to end emotional eating. But on there, we talk about how to notice that hunger and fullness. And that really goes well with this idea of mindful eating. 
Lastly, as we do on every podcast, we have a doable, something for you to do this week so you can really be connected to this podcast as the week goes on. And today is focused on mindful eating, of course. And I want you to consider with mindful eating what works for you. I've given you a lot of ideas and a lot of techniques. And what works for you? What would you like to try? And try it this week. Try how to be more mindful during your eating. And also then notice what doesn't work. What are the ways that you don't like that just doesn't work for you in terms of mindful eating? And start narrowing in on what you could start doing to notice more about mindfulness during your eating and and also start wondering why you might want to be more mindful while you're eating because if you get in touch with that why of why I want to do it that will really help you move forward into mindful eating. This is Kim McLaughlin. This has been Feed Your Soul podcast. I really have enjoyed going over this this topic today on mindful eating is so helpful to me and to all of you, it, it's really something that we always have to keep coming back to about am I being mindful with my food? Am I being mindful? I look forward to coming back with you next week and having a whole new podcast. Please feel free to let people know about this podcast so they know to come and listen and to support us. Thank you all. Look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us. Um.